Hello, Galaxy. Chris Perillo here, streaming live into your ear directly from where I sit over the airwaves. Even though I'm, I'm not live to you now in the podcast, I was live at one point. I hope I'm still alive when you're listening to me. Otherwise, this is going to be really macabre, kind of creepy, a little, little eerie. Uh, but I was simulcasting this podcast recording on my Twitch profile, twitch.tv slash Chris Perillo. Now, you may not be much of a gamer, but you got to check out Twitch. If only because they have more than just gaming stuff going on, and specifically because my profile is a partner, which means I can take subs. So you can follow someone on Twitch, but you can also sub to them, subscribe. And as a subscriber, you get different values. So right now, in the Twitch chat, I can see my subscribers have a little Darth Vader icon to indicate that they are a supporter. Moreover, subs of mine on Twitch also get access to our Discord chat room. If you've not heard of Discord, it's basically a chat server. More and more people are using it on a regular basis, and I'm giving access to my 24-7 Discord chat uh, to anybody who happens to become a sub of mine on Twitch. It's easy to do. You press a button. If you have your Amazon Prime account connected to your Twitch profile, it may even be free for you to sub to me on that. Uh, but of course, you know, if, if you don't have that option, you're still more than welcome to sub for access to the Discord chat. And priority and answering and involvement. Uh, your name shows up on a screen as I'm simulcasting this video that will be deleted. The only thing that will remain of this particular podcast is the audio you hear. Of course, you know you can also be a patron of mine, uh, and you can do that at patreon.com slash Perillo. If you are inclined to receive the TLDR as a podcast, the Locker Gnome Daily Report video that we do live every day at youtube.com slash Locker Gnome, the audio-only podcast is an exclusive to those who support me as a patron, and they also get access to the Discord chat. Tons of bonuses for you in this community, your community, our growing community. I wrapped up two live broadcasts. The first one, as I rub my face, it's kind of been a long day for me. Uh, I was unboxing the Essential phone, the Essential Android phone. Didn't really have a lot of time to spend with it, but it was a lot of fun. Did a little interactivity live in the classic Chris Perillo YouTube channel that uh, many people are subscribed to. And then immediately thereafter, uh, brought everybody over to the normal live daily uh, TLDR episode. That was about an hour long. Uh, and then ate dinner, and then now I'm, I'm recording the podcast. So I'm sitting in front of the Essential phone right now, and I got to tell you, uh, I think I messed it up. Here, here's what was going on. Right as soon as I start recording this Twitch broadcast, I should probably like save this little clip of the video for posterity, but I needed to effectively uh, uh, put in a SIM you know, to get it on a network. So I'm looking for the SIM tray. I'm like looking, look, oh, it's on the bottom. Okay. So I grab the SIM tray ejector tool and I stick the, uh, the ejector tool in the hole in the bottom next to the SIM tray. And I kind of push, 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 and then all of a sudden pop. And it kind of goes, you know, all the way through. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I look again, I'm like, wait a minute, why did the SIM tray not eject? You know why the SIM tray did not eject? Because I stuck the SIM ejector tool in the microphone hole. I, I may have ruined the microphone in the essential. Uh, uh, so long story short, I did eject the SIM card and uh, properly, stuck it in the right hole, and got it put in and, and did everything, so I was, I'm, I'm on the network and what have you tested the microphone, and for the most part, everything seems to be okay as far as mic sensitivity, you know, would need to be, and I, I talked or I whispered right down there in, in into the microphone port, uh, but I, I'm a little concerned, so that, that's one of the, <laughs> that's going to be one of the things that I provide feedback on in terms of the essential, uh, <laughs> really, 
really bad placement of a, a sim tray. If not the placement of the sim tray, then a really bad placement of the microphone port or hole. I talk like uh, that that electrician on uh, Seinfeld. The holes. <laughs> yeah, you know the holes. You know when they, they were moving the Frogger machine. Um, so I was getting all excited to 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 try the uh, the essential as we were doing this podcast because we do have live viewers asking questions. And then, and then I'm, I feel doesn't it feel horrible? Like when you uh, when you get something brand new and then you ruin it like that. Uh, it just makes me so sad. <laughs> so I, I I can't be the only one who's done this though. I I seriously I I, I would be shocked if nobody else has done the same thing. <laughs> uh. So uh, you know it's it's it has been a busy day. This was this is the highlight of my day getting a, the essential phone. I I hesitate to uh, you know give you too much of a first impressions, if only. Because I covered a lot of that, or will be covering a lot of that in in uh, forthcoming videos, and really want to take advantage of uh, you know being able to to do this live uh, w with people there. It's a uh, it's generally been a, a clean experience outright, in, in minus the the issue I've now run into with the uh, um, uh, the headphone the headphone jack the mic jack. Um, I'm also running low on battery, so I'm gonna walk over here to grab. A USB Type-C cable. This is another frustration of mine, right? I don't have a lot of USB-C cables. I'm worried. Not that I won't stick it in the right port. I think I can handle that. Uh, but I'm worried about the quality of uh, USB Type-C cables. Now, I imagine the one that comes with uh, the uh, uh, Essential will be fine because it also comes with a 27-watt AC adapter. Um, and uh, I, I feel that... Uh, uh, I'm going to plug in a lower quality cable and effectively destroy a device. That's a concern of mine. I, I, I've even considered, uh, you know, eschewing all of uh, the cables that might come with devices and just going with one company who has uh, has capable cables like Belkin. Belkin sent me uh, their USB-C car charger plus USA, uh, USB-A port. It's a 15 watt plus 5 watt. 50% faster is what it says. It's for some older devices, but still capable. Uh, but I just go with one company for all my USB-C cables because I don't want them to get mixed and matched and use the wrong cable with the wrong device. Belkin should be middle-of-the-road, standard, high-quality stuff. Um, that's, that is a concern of mine. It's absolutely a concern of mine. I feel that uh, uh, you know it, it could be a threat, a looming threat with uh, with any of the devices that I use if I don't use the right cable. That wasn't you know as much of an issue... Or I didn't think it was going to be, you know, too much of an issue outright uh, until I saw some initial reports saying you can't mix USB Type-C cables. So certainly, if you have any experience specifically with that or with this, uh, I'd be interested in, in hearing what you have to say because that is uh, absolutely a concern of mine. Um, the last thing you want to do is destroy a device, which is the first thing I effectively did right before I started recording the podcast. So Drunken Old Man suggests maybe it was a waterproofing film, just a waterproofing film that he broke. Talking about what I did here with the, the mic hole uh, in Discord chat. Uh, that's possible, although I didn't think there was much waterproofing on the Essential outright. It's one of the reasons why I got slagged. Not that waterproofing has necessarily been a value for me, but... <laughs> why did they place the port for the microphone right next to the SIM tray? Why? Oh, it's crazy. By the way, we're about to break new records 
uh, the YouTube channel is crossing a threshold. We're about to hit 350,000 subs. I, I've never hit that number before. That's the biggest I, I've I've been able to to, to grow it, and it, uh, you know, having t- taken uh, kind of a sabbatical, I pushed a lot of my tech content to patrons over the past few years. A lot of my tech information and, and knowledge to my patrons, but uh, given kind of a renewed, um, uh, I guess, interest uh, from a greater part of the community, you know, now I'm tossing out the, the the other kinds of content again. So thanks again for for your ongoing support. But I did want to mention that. We're about to, to cross 350,000, only only a couple more thousand to go. And I, I, I thought that it would never happen, ever. Yeah, I thought the channel was dead, much like whatever happened on the, the other side of the, the microphone hole. <laughs> it's, it's gone. Boy, this, this ceramic glass back is slippery. Slick as snot. Uh, just, it slipped right off. Like the, uh, uh, the, um, the, uh, it's thing the table i can't, i'm i am way at a loss for words this is probably the worst time i could be talking to you you know I, I was debating whether or not i was going to crack open a beer and do a podcast that would be interesting but uh you know i i, I think uh, i i will give you the uh, not yet inebriated chris perillo not that i get you know all that tipsy even with an imperial stout uh, it's it's a nice way to unwind. Uh, I have not, uh, you know, been uh, sipping beer all that often, if only because I've been in weight loss mode. But I hit my goal, or one of my goals, really, uh, and I'm now down to 132 pounds, which is amazing. Uh, Pez Liz uh, mentioned in Discord 6,400 new subs, and we don't mean Twitch subs. Boy, wouldn't it be great to have that many Twitch subs uh, in the past 28 days? Subscribers on YouTube, 6,400. New subs over the past 28 days, not even a month. So that is an amazing trajectory. And, and and so you're giving me that much more encouragement to continue. Of course, I, I still turn to, you know, patrons and, and Twitch subs, uh, you know, and any of the super chatters on any of the live uh, videos uh, for a, a great degree of help because it's it's very helpful. Every every person counts when it comes to this. I realize I've, I've probably thrown everybody off in the chat room, so we're all going to be talking about uh, beer. <laughs> Uh, but I'll try to get everybody back on track. Not that we have a track because this is the Chris Perlow podcast and you never really know what I'm going to talk about. Whatever's sitting in front of me at the time, whatever's happened to me recently. Oh, man, I, I, I seriously, I can't get over it. I mean, that, that's gotta be a rookie mistake, right? It feels like it's a rookie mistake. Yeah. I, I, I hate ruining new hardware. It's a review unit, you know? And, I, and so it's, it's not mine, but I still, I, 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 I treat, my devices with more respect than I think some people do, even when it's not something that is necessarily uh, 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 labeled as mine that I picked up at the store and everything. Um, I'm waiting for the the update to install on it. I've got it uh, connected, and it's it's got to have battery, got to have enough juice. Oh, it is installing. Okay, so the battery must have juiced up enough. I don't have the percentage turned on outright, but it's at thirty four percent, which must be enough. Uh, they uh, uh, allegedly are going to be pushing a handful of over-the-air updates down the pike, which is nice uh, to see. I'll uh, probably be installing a few other apps on the device, the Google apps primarily, and maybe some secondary apps just to just to see how everything performs. But for the most part, it's a, a slick software experience, which is all that that counts for me. That's that's all I uh, you know drive for with uh, an experience, a solid uh, a solid software experience outright. Uh, omnipotent, not omnipotent, but omnip, 
tint uh, is, uh, is around uh, a sub of mine there in the Twitch chat. Thank you. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to ask over the, the course of the broadcast. I have been experimenting with the time of live broadcasts, even the, the live podcast rec- recording, trying to dovetail directly after uh, the TLDR broadcast, bringing people over from, from YouTube. Not that it would necessarily you know equate, but I can tell you that it, it's generally worked out pretty well. It seems that going live later into the evening Pacific time yields the most amount of response. For some people, it's too late. For some people, it's too early. There's no perfect time to do it. Uh, even on the weekend, it can be a challenge in the evening or even late afternoon. Though if I am to, to stream earlier, I would uh, uh, effectively uh, do it on the weekends just so that more people would be able to join me. So if you're not able to join one of the live streams uh, that I do on any one of the platforms, uh, do not despair. Just turn on notifications. When you can, you can. When you can't, that's okay. Most of the content, if not all of the content, will be uh, saved for posterity. War Menace asks in the chat room, is it worth getting the beta iOS 11.1? Well, in my estimation, and I know I've said this recently, uh, it's no worse than 11.0 final. Now, granted, they have been issuing bug pitch, uh, patches over the past few days. I think today, as a matter of fact, Apple released 11.0.3, which is fine. Uh, you can go that route. Uh, I installed uh, the, the beta, and I've, I've been running the beta uh, for a while. Haven't had any issues, no showstoppers, nothing worse uh, than before. Now I have new emoji, which is fun to, to use because uh, I can post the emoji somewhere and if their platform doesn't support it, they see the, the box with the X in it, which is really funny. So yeah, in my estimation, it is worth getting the beta of iOS 11.1 because I haven't run into any problems and I'm certainly a power user. I haven't seen any glaring issues that weren't there before. The only caveat I would give you on this is uh, I, I would not necessarily recommend outright uh, that you get the uh, uh, the beta, uh, the early betas specifically of iOS. So I, I don't mind early betas of point revisions, but if you're talking about a phone or a, a platform for a phone or, or a tablet that is, is kind of brand new, like a point revision, like 11.0 beta 1. That's a different story than 11.1 beta 1 because Apple's fleshed out a lot of the bugs with iOS 11 at that point. And then it's down to revision. So I tend to install later betas before a final uh, version of the first incarnation of uh, iOS is released. Uh, Android, I don't know. I, I haven't really you know, used a lot of their betas in the past on production devices to, to be able to, to speak uh, intelligently to that. But you know, certainly, I, I you know, if there were compelling features, I would be inclined with even with an Android device to install the uh, uh, the later betas on it. And that's just that's my perspective. That's 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 how I'm looking at it. Um, everybody's going to have a different experience. I would just say you, you gotta you gotta watch out. It's still a beta. But I'll come back to saying yeah, iOS 11 is very much feeling like a beta. <laughs> And I'm not the only one who feel that. I feel the pinch. Luke Man Patino, a sub of mine there on Twitch, comments and says, Hey Chris, when Darth Vader was the head man, he made the dark side cool. But to me, Kylo Ren is kind of a wussy. I don't know. He doesn't make me want to join the dark side. What do you think? Well, yeah, he's petulant. Of that, there is no doubt. He is uh, a lot like a very young Anakin, you might remember, with a lot less inhibitions that Anakin may have had at his age, uh, or, you know, around his age. 
So he's closer to Anakin than Vader. Uh, Kylo Ren's not fully fleshed out. Snoke, on the other hand, oh yeah, that that that, that guy, I'd watch out. That 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 man, if you call him a man, is pure evil. That's uh, <laughs> it's got me a little uh, uh on edge. Um, I I'm not looking to you know meet an expectation with uh, the uh, the Last Jedi, but you may have seen me react to the trailer. I'm excited, cautiously optimistic, but I I, I guess I wasn't all that uh. uh not impressed, but I, I wasn't blown away by Snoke's presence in The Force Awakens. I mean, he was understated. I think this time around, we're, we're going to see s- someone who is worthy of reviling, or at least I would hope so. Uh, the uh, uh, the juiciest of Jays, who just became a sub tonight on Twitch to join the Discord chat, mentions, I feel a redemption story for Kylo coming on. Yeah, you know, I, I don't uh, I don't disagree with you. Uh, that that's that is a possibility. I don't know if I'd want to see that though. If anything, I'd want to see Ray's art get twisted because that's what you wouldn't expect. You would expect Kylo to 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 be redeemed, and I don't know if I want to see that. I re- I just don't know if that's what I want to see. And maybe I'm just not into Hollywood endings as as much as other people. I always feel like I, I enjoy those stories for being a bit more realistic uh, rather than storybook. I I uh, I, I keep an open mind though. I'm not going to uh, effectively, uh, uh, you know, um, judge the film, of course, before I watch it, and then judge the film again until after I've seen the trilogy as it was meant to be completed. So we've we've got some uh, back uh, channel in the Discord chat, uh, and Suj Polo, who also became a sub today, a patron today, and I can tell they became a patron today because they show up, their, their username shows up in orange. Uh, William Hummel, and uh, they are going back and forth William, by the way, basically, because of me, uh, effectively sold his iPhone 8 and uh, or is going to sell it back or give it back to Apple, get a refund, and is getting the Pixel because of a lot of the things that I've been pointing out and a lot of the things that I've been saying. I, I kind of talked about this at length in TLDR tonight, so I don't want to belabor the point. But I think it's, it, it's, uh, it's a lot of weight on my shoulders. I, I certainly hope that uh, you're happy with whatever devices uh, you so choose to use. But Suj Polo says, thanks for replying and telling me about your transition. Yeah, change is never easy. It's important to be happy with what you're using. I totally agree. Using Google services on an iPhone would be easier than vice versa. Easier. Try possible. Some people like Google more on an iPhone than they do on an Android experience. I'm not sure if I'd go that far. I like Google's design ethos a hell of a lot more than I like uh, Apple's lack thereof. It's a, it's a generally cohesive experience. Different experience altogether, but I, I really like how Google's taking the approach that I wish Apple would take, and that is decoupling apps truly from the operating system upgrades. I mean, Apple chooses its own path for whatever reason. That may change at some point in the future. But, you know, I, I just I appreciate getting you know minor improvements and minor change logs with Note applications or Docs ac- applications or you know, any one of the system services. Just knowing that I'm getting a better phone incrementally rather than having to wait for one gigantic operating system update, especially on a phone that may not get the latest operating system update. And yeah, I still have a few of those around. So that's just something that uh, is going to be different. F43A97, uh, he's a super chatter. uh, And I say that because he's definitely super chatted a lot in the live videos. He's also watching on Twitch. What happened to HTC? The HTC One was the phone to have when it first released, and HTSense was a good iteration of Google software. Now with the U11, it seems very distant from the sleek aluminum designs of the past. Well, HTC is no more. It's Google now. 
I, I think this is going to make the, the pixels that much more outstanding, potentially, in the next cycle. Not that I, I think that they're lackluster, uh, you know, uh, for, for, from my point of view, from, from my viewpoint at all. Uh, I like the, uh, 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 you know, uh, the idea that Google's got people who understand what they're doing specifically at that level of hardware, with that level of hardware. And they need to keep pushing down that uh, path. It's a good direction for them. I wouldn't expect much more from HTC, though. It's, it's all going to be Google, for sure. Uh, William comes back and says, you made me go through lots of pain over the weekend moving from iCloud to Google suite of products. It better have been worth it. Any winks. Hey, dude. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I've, I've always taken a general approach, though. I, I, don't, I don't have too much that I'm invested in in any one ecosystem, typically. I mean, I, I, can make, I can make that transition with relative ease, or I think that it'll be a, a lot easier for me than it may be for some. You know, all the way down to messaging. To me, I, I'm definitely not... I'm not locked in, nor am I wanting or needing to be locked into any given platform. Uh, you know, having and, and maintaining that flexibility is is absolutely critical for me, and, and and that's something that maybe you haven't had to go through yet. Uh, maybe it is something iteratively that you have gone through, but uh, you know, it's it, this is it's a pretty big change to, to to consider your primary computing device. Which I'm going to say it. I think everybody's primary computing device is their smartphone. Even when I talk to my dad and I say, well, you know, how, you know, how often do you use your PC? What's your, what's your, your number one computer? He says, it's PC. I said, well, how often do you use your phone? He said, well, all the time. I'm like, well, then your phone is your PC. It's a hell of a lot more personal than our first PCs, that's for sure. Uh, Chai L95 uh, with, uh, is that Lumpy as your avatar there? Chewy's son? Uh, hey, Chris, I'm a little unclear on the whole call-in process on Anchor. How exactly does it work on your podcast? Well, I ha- I've been able to take call-ins, and they're, they're queuing up, but the Anchor application currently has a few limitations that I'm still working through, at least on iOS, not the least of which is I, I ran into a slight bug, which has been reported and they will be uh, addressing. Uh, but the way I'm recording the podcast in, in a longer than five minute scenario is just with a, a non anchor application. And then I upload to anchor directly to post as an episode that effectively uh, fuels the, uh, the feed. There may come a time when I pull anchor in and then, and play a call in separate on a separate device. Uh, so just keep calling in. That's a nice little feature on anchor. You can follow me on anchor, anchor.fm slash Chris Perillo. Anchor spelled just like the thing you throw into the water from a boat. Just so everybody knows. Because I've had a few people ask how to spell anchor. And I, I understand the, uh, the the confusion there because it, it may not be spelled the way the, the word actually is. Cat 86 another new sub today uh, in Discord chat, says, Chris, do you ever feel like you can't go back to a brand after being burned by them? You know, uh, it kind of depends. I felt that way with so many brands in the past. If they redeem themselves, and, and by that, you know, if they effectively uh, do something that's counter to the thing that they did that really upset me, it's a possibility they can win me back. Yeah, I keep an open mind. There are very few products or services that I would say, nope, nope, done, not, nope, uh-uh, uh-uh, ain't gonna happen. Um, I'm not gonna name any names, of course. Because I, I just don't think that's that's all in the right place if I did. Or I'd have to explain my, my situation. So uh, I have turned back. Sometimes I've had to turn back because there's been no choice. And, and that's certainly been the situation where if I need to get something and I can only get it from one brand or one place in a certain way, 
I, I kind of have to, you know, pinch my nose and, and bear it. You know, it stinks, but I, I got to do it. You know, I'm not going to cut off my nose despite my face. It's and then some people will stand on their principles like that. But generally speaking, if a brand's on the outs, if it's if it's on my um, Scheisse list, that's my best German. You could try translating it if you want to. You may already know what it is that I just said. Uh, but the uh, uh, the chances of them redeeming redeeming themselves over time is is pretty solid. Usually, you know, time heals all wounds. Usually, not always. But it's kind of like when I talked about my uh, sabbatical from, you know, public tech content. I, I honestly, I, I attribute a lot of what's been happening over the past month, not just because, you know, uh, uh, of the content that you've been used to for me, but honestly, I think a lot of people didn't realize what they had until it was gone. Uh, but I felt that way. I, I knew that, you know, when I, I made the decision I made years ago, I don't regret that decision, but I, I, I couldn't explain it to people like look you know i keep doing this and it, it y'all aren't necessarily on the same page as i am and uh, i talked about this kind of in the podcast the other day you don't know what you got till it's gone well now you do and so i think you you appreciate it if you remember me from you know the early days you appreciate it i think a little more so i think in me in in my estimation it, it was a huge win William Hummel comes back again and says, the good news is that you can generally use Google services on a wide variety of platforms. Well, that, of course, is certainly the, the, the goal of Google. So if I switch again, it shouldn't be painful. Putting all my eggs into the Apple basket, email, calendars, etc., makes it very difficult to access what is essentially my digital life on a non-Apple device, apart from using the iCloud conduit. Apple does that for a reason, and, and this is why when people have screamed for Apple to go cross-platform with any one of their uh, services, I kind of shake my head. I'm like, that's probably not going to happen. Not for a long while. Not until Apple feels the pinch. Not until they feel the need to do it. So, for example, they, they uh, acquired Beats. There was a Beats app on Android. It continued as the Apple Music app. I don't think a lot of people necessarily use it. Uh, maybe it's just Apple's testing grounds to see if you know Android users would, would use Apple stuff. But then you got to look and wonder, well, does Apple win on its own merits? I think Google has won with software on its own merits, its services on its own merits. I'm not sure if Apple could do the same with its software. I don't think anybody's, uh, you know, clamoring to switch from Google Docs to Pages or, uh, you know, Sheets to uh, Numbers outright. On the desktop, it's a different story. That's you know that's where I'm probably going to run into issues. Mobile to mobile, I'm not so sure I'm going to have too many hurdles. But you know the desktop to me is is still a critical component for productivity in the way that I use it. Eventually, I hope to to be able to move away from the desktop. Uh, yeah, DJ Warlino uh, in chat uh, does does point out, and he's right. Uh, Google only bought a part of HTC's phone division. Yes, but they bought a critical part for Google's goals, and that is specifically building devices. It's 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 very important. You you got to keep your eye on the ball. Uh, Osterlo is definitely going in the right direction. Uh, I I can't say enough. I can't be effusive enough with praise, slathering it over uh, Osterlo's head. There's a visual for you, uh, you know, for saying software plus AI plus hardware, that's, that's Google or whatever order they chose. And I know Sundar has said the same thing, but Australia is pretty much the, the, the person that I'm, I'm going to be watching with great interest. Certainly. Um, 
Suj Polo says, I'm going to parrot what Chris Perillo said to this effect, and it shouldn't be changed for the sake of change. And I think it's probably some of the bigger uh, hurdles that we have to overcome. That's why I don't like knee-jerk responses that if I don't like one thing doesn't mean that I'm automatically going to like something else. It doesn't necessarily work that way. And that is uh, uh, you know, something really to keep in mind, especially if you're on the precipice of making a decision. The last thing you want to do is make a decision that's going to hurt yourself. I would never recommend doing that, ever. Lookman Patino asks, Hey, Chris, what's the most important aspect in starting a crowdfunding campaign? Not sure we have a lot of time to dive into this too deeply, but I, I really think is be, be realistic with your goals, be able to deliver on your goals, uh, and, and potentially refine them over time, certainly, if, if it's that kind of campaign. Um, but be, uh, be able to build upon your existing strengths. You're going after a community more than likely that, that may or may not know you. If, if they do know you, you're going to have an easier time. If they don't know you, it's going to be an uphill battle. You have to be able to convince them why it is worth backing what it is that you have to offer. And that's typically what it boils down to, communicating clearly, being able to have tangible benefits, not getting caught up in, in things that you think they want, but knowing what it is that they want, and then being able to deliver it. I'll tell you, that's why I don't back a lot of tech uh, crowdfunding campaigns. That's, I just, I've, I've been burned one too many times. Content, yeah, I'll back easily. I guess you can kind of take a look at the, uh, the, the Discord chat room. It's kind of crowdfunded. It exists in, in, you know, on an ongoing basis. You'll get continued access. That, to me, is the value. That, for $5 a month, is, you know, maybe you use the chat room, maybe you don't. But, you know, or maybe you're able to, maybe you do super chats, and that's fine. You don't care about the chat room. But the fact that it's an ongoing thing that I don't necessarily have to be the sole contributor for, that's a, a core part of a community, I, I think is, is very compelling. And with every new person that comes in, you know, from all around the world, we'll have a nice cantina. It, in many ways, is crowdfunded. It's, it's, it, it exists largely because of the people who are participating, who are, by and large, crowdfunding uh, ongoing effort to create content, live video, produced video, podcasts, whatever. So I appreciate, uh, you know, all that support. We're uh, a little over a half hour, so I'm going to go ahead and wind down. Y'all know where to find me. Y'all know where to hear me. You should be able to find me in TuneIn. I guess that's the name of the platform. I submitted my RSS feed to it, knowing it's a popular platform. I've yet to hear back from Spotify, so I don't know there. I know iTunes is going like gangbusters. I've got four and a half star ratings on uh, iTunes now. Of course, it's the old podcast uh, location with the, the new feed, so that didn't surprise me at all. Very happy about that. Extremely happy about that. Thank you for listening to me in whatever ways that uh, you listen, however you listen. Thanks for following me across social. I love you. I appreciate you. But at this point, I'm going to leave you to your own devices. And may the Force be with you. <laughs>